Save Room Plays, the show where we talk about the games we're touching and the games that are touching us. Wait, uh, that touch us. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Back up. Oh, 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 nailed it. It's only our second time, all right? It's a different intro. I'm uncomfortable. I'm mm. uncomfortable. I'm going to sweat through this episode like crazy. <laughs> like crazy. I could be your towel guy. Just like what does keep that you mean? dry the entire time. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, like uh, towel boys in, um, in football or like boxing, there's a guy in the corner who's like always like patting your face and keeping you dry. Is that the a real role? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought there, I remember the like. It's a real life like, industry. In boxing, I know like there's dabbers, mm-hmm. right? Where they base or like they basically take like a little cold steel when like your fucking, mm-hmm. your, your eye starts yeah. swelling. They're like, well, let's press this sucker down. No, those guys are just as important. Okay. Different type of job though. Different role than the towel guy. Yes, of course. We're learning so much on this show. Yeah. This is why I love this show. It's an educational show. It's a very educational so- show, which you can also find on SoundCloud.com slash The Save Room Show, uh, or Spotify, or iTunes, or Google Play, or Stitcher. RSS feeds, which we still don't know what it means, but we came up with what? <laughs> righteous Sound Sound? There we go. Yo. Catch us on the Righteous Sound Sound feeds. This is pretty Righteous Sound Sound. I think, I so. think so. yeah. Save Room Plays is like a fun, righteous space. Right. It's a more laid-back setting where, where we, we got through our obligation, which mm-hmm. is to tell the gamers about the news. That's like our work week in gaming right this is our leisure play took a lot of writing mm-hmm. you know t- took some time to make that episode happen and the gamers go thank you you are my only resource mm-hmm. the save room for news about gaming truly though but this is like hey come on over this is like the 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 e3 after show right mm-hmm. you know and then one day we'll, there will be a future after that show stops existing <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, got him. What, what? Got him. We ain't professional in save room plays, no, brother. We're unbuttoning the business shirt. We're fucking showing chess. That's what I'm saying. I I would show mine, but there's virtually no hair on it. No, it's, you have you have what seems like a very hairless holy shit. Kid. Yeah, there's no hair on this. You look like you're the chest of your baby brother. I'm so fast. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, the less hair in your body, the faster you are. Oh, you always say that. Right. So so Sonic would be faster if he was hairless. Yes. That's yeah. If I'm he saying. was a hairless, Let's hairless shave hedgehog. Him. Oh no! What is with you and your fixation on shaving animals? <laughs> like every few weeks, you're like, "Can we just shave your cat?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I, I don't know." <laughs> you wouldn't want to see her hairless. I wouldn't. She has a the, lot of folds. But the action of shaving her sounds like it would be super cathartic <laughs> <laughs> for you or her. For me, not her. <laughs> she would probably be very cross um, with me about that. So sidebar: I always wanted to um, join the high school swim team back when I was in high school really? and I for a while was shaving my legs and chest because I was like oh I never know like what I'm gonna you know potentially try out <laughs> you never know when you're gonna have to dive in right <laughs> you never know you never, you... and I did a lot of swimming in my free time too because that's what I like to do back home like that was my you know we talk about now like oh we don't work out or you don't work out like you used to or you don't work at all and I'm like you know that's right because like I don't want to commit myself to it but that I hurt your feelings I always regale on how this is why you're bringing it like my, <laughs> no, 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 no. my words tend to stick to people's yeah. bones right this is separate like fat on bones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, no. So it's not like that. This is me just saying like, okay, I used to swim a lot. Like that was my workout when I was in like high school. I'm mm-hmm. like even out of it. Like, cause I had a pool like at my apartment. So it's like, well, if it's there, I'm going to use it. It was Florida. So it was always hot. So I couldn't argue with being in a pool cause it was cooling me down. Um, can, I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. In a pool yeah. environment, have you ever like kind of done a little cannonball to the deep end and opened your eyes and pretended you were in a water level in a game? Oh, that's fun. Like dire, dire mm-hmm. docks and super Mario 64. What does that mean? Dire Dire Docks. That's what it's called? Uh, it's the ninth level, I believe. It dire has... Dire Docks sounds like an amazing fucking like, post-punk band. <laughs> really, though? Dire Dire Docks, dude. That's our band. Yeah. That's our oh, fucking band. Oh, I like band. that. Yeah, yeah, we're from fucking Seattle, Washington. Dire Dire Hell Docks. Hell yeah, dude. But we go on stage with fucking like, Guitar Hero controllers, That's just you. 
Okay, never we, mind. We give it to you and we pretend like it's plugged in so you're participating. <laughs> I'm helping. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a showman either way. Yeah, Dire Dire Docs come to, come to <laughs> fucking Apollo, man. But yeah, so we went to the gym today. I wanted to do sidebar on that. And you, you did push me to go and I appreciate that because like it wasn't as, as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was painless. You know? I mean, you threw up like three times. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of yeah. crazy. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, no, you did a good job. You showed up and um, you decided to wear um, pants. <laughs> <laughs> This is also another funny thing. Explain about yourself. Me. So back in 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 Florida, Florida Dan, as people refer to me as. <laughs> no, I don't think they do. <laughs> they, they do. More of my friends refer to me as Dan than Daniel, which is disconcerting because I'm always like, "Call me Daniel," and they call me Dan anyway. And I don't like being called Kev. It's yeah. the craziest thing. We're just two peas in a gamer pod, bro. So whenever I would show up in pants at work or anywhere, it was an event for people. Like, they're like, yeah. why are you wearing pants? Ooh, nice jeans. Ooh, look at you. Because I was the dicky shorts guy. Yeah, you were. Baggy ass dickies everywhere. I remember those dicky shorts. And man. I got a lot of hate for it um, throughout the years. Yes. Because like, they never fit. There's a lot of ridicule. A lot of ridicule for coming the your way. dicky pants and yeah, the you, shirt pants. You could hide a whole fucking Jimmy John sandwich in those pants, dude. I didn't need a wallet for years because I had so many like little compartments for things on my dickies. Did you have a <laughs> did you did you have a wallet chain though at I, any point? Um no, I did not. I mean, oh, I did have trip shorts and pants that had like the cross oh. chains on the back. This is learning. Is this show about video games? I'm not sure. <laughs> Who knows anymore? It's a safer place. We didn't plan this one out, so we're just going to No, no, the last one uh, was definitely a planned affair. With, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that was definitely um, a planned affair. That's true. Sir, we stream, though, sometimes. Mm-hmm. We do the stream thing. We do. I don't. Um, <laughs> but oh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. They could find you at twitch.tv slash the red herb and all of your obs brilliance these days yo dude i got like, scene swipes in that bitch i'm love figuring it. out bit rates the gamers eat that up i was getting a little popping when i was playing some ps3 oh, games sure. i was getting a little pop in the audio and i had to yeah. get in there and i was like you know what? i need to figure this out so i did a test stream uh last tuesday mm-hmm. i was like let me uh, let me play a little parasite eve man i was thinking is it my hdmi splitter that uh john twitch doesn't want me using mm-hmm. on my obs but i do it anyway why because i don't give a shit I'm here for the gamers. They want to see me stream old things, and I want to do it for them. They love it. They come out for it. You've been having really good numbers. Yeah, and I fought that motherfucker. I'm an OBS king. (laughs) (laughs) I I do actually, I genuinely enjoy playing around with OBS. You're not a king until you make at least like five YouTube tutorial videos. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's when I get to the upper upper echelon. of the Red Herb, and um, here's how you're going to do overlay and OBS and scene swipes. Now, step one. And you would just, like, walk them through. (laughs) You could change the milliseconds on it if you wanted. You could just go on this tab over here and click the drop down. (laughs) Yeah, I can do great videos, man. I have a... That's my work phone voice, by the way. Mm. Hi, guys. I've arranged this meeting because I wanted to uh, discuss the action uh, items going on for 2020. I don't like that as much. I do like your... You don't um, like that one? I do like your overlay voice that you use for like trust. your reviews like when you did your control review that was a great like, review. i liked your voice out voiceover for that it was really good i really like that i like that review yeah that, that <laughs> was hard to do doesn't get enough love it doesn't get enough love so, it's hard to do how are you doing on the twitch front these days otherwise uh how's the kevin show treating you good oh we are uh two episodes into the kevin show the okay. most educational show on twitch that shit happens every wednesday at mm-hmm. new time 7 30 p.m oh. pst i decided to give it a little 30 okay. minutes earlier in case for the you know people are going to sleep by the time i'm at the end of the stream gotta show love to the east coasters yeah and, and i'm still where we're from yeah exactly exactly yeah i miss the east coasters mm-hmm. right and i want to make sure that they see my bad bad content <laughs> and so we, we yeah we worked through some fun fun trailers um we we read some more of the resident evil novelization which is mm-hmm. going to be a mainstay segment of the show uh we're going to read a chapter a week and there's like 23 chapters oh, that's wow. a lot of weeks I think there's only how many how many weeks are in a year? <laughs> Fifty two. Okay. I think. 
All right. So yeah. what? By the summer, we'll get through this fucking book. Maybe. Maybe I'll read two chapters at a time, depending if I blow my voice out or not. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we're recording uh, before I stream today. Mm-hmm. Although we 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 got a late start. <laughs> we got a late start yeah. because though, as I may be the OBS king, mm-hmm. we spent like an hour and a half trying to figure out how to use two microphones on it. Oh my god, we troubleshooted two USB mics. I don't think uh, it's fucking possible, dude. Through OBS for probably an hour, and we tried all our best efforts. We literally like re-rigged the room, re-rigged the setup, doctored the levels, did all this shit, nothing. Nothing. So, nothing. If I you guys know, hard. This is a shout out to the roommates. If you guys know how to make two USB Yeti mics work locally not not through a mixer or anything because they're usb mics uh through obs without like a mic picking up the other or one diminishing let us know write us in it would help us because i want to improve the sound quality of the show Mm -hmm. so that um manscaping manscape could drop us one of their sponsorships i want that trojan money you want that trojo money huh? yeah now that i see kind of funny having it i'm like okay kind of funny's got that trojan money can you believe that 70 percent of couples stop using a condom after the first month of their relationship do you hear that ad read come on guys it's crazy <laughs> Give dude it, <laughs> it blows my mind do you do you know that 41 percent of tinder dates will poke a hole through your condom in order to <laughs> trap you wow yeah that's a dark number i just made that up yeah i know you did <laughs> this is why we're not getting a sponsorship <laughs> damn it I, I i did good at first and then i did it bad mm-hmm. this is why nobody loves us that's fair anyway. we're not for everybody Anyway, but if you wanted to catch Daniel streaming at some time, twitch.tv slash Dungeons and Daniels, it'd be really cool to see you return, dude. I gave you a suggestion on the last fucking podcast, mm-hmm. which is you should play some more of Tetris Effect. I think people really fucking dug it when you stream that game. Oh, yeah. No, people come out you're for that really, one for you, sure. You, I, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put my hat down. Mm-hmm. You were very good at that game. I'm very good at that game. And it actually makes me upset that there's no uh, versus mode in that game because I would love to spank people. <laughs> my my oh, catharsis about, for that was Tetris um, exactly Tetris there 99. Like I got pretty mean. Um, I maybe got first like only two or three times, but I rank in the top five like every time. Yeah, no, it, I I've, I've seen it, but it, you, it's different though. Like Tetris Effect is a different experience for me, and I do I really do like playing that one, if only for like a variety day where like maybe the first hour I'll play Tetris Effect, and then second hour I'll play something else. Um, yeah, that'd I, be cool. I considered playing something uh, yesterday because I ended up working from home, and I was like, oh, I have like another half day to WFH. do WFH. Yeah, WFH. I now know what that stands for. And, and I thought, oh, I could stream and. I, I was finishing up After Party, and I was like, I could probably play that, um, or more Messenger. I had the thought, like, I had this craving, and I'll talk about it in a little bit, where I really, really wanted to play River City Girls, and I thought that would be fun to stream. So I had ideas. My big one, and this is the one that I, I think I'll commit to just for the sake of uh, a good friend of the show, Brittany, where she wants me to play the Uncharted games on stream. Ooh. So I might start with two and maybe bounce around. Because um, I think to work my way chronologically through two, three, four, and then uh, Lost Legacy is a bit much. But I will. I'll play a few of those on stream for sure. And you never played Lost Legacy, right? No, no, you no, really no. got to play that one. Yeah. That one's really fucking good. Though. Yeah, I hear the the focus on uh, Chloe and Nadine is really neat, and yeah, they sure. do open world elements better in that game than Uncharted Four. Uncharted Four seemed very aimless in its approach. No, uh, the whole game breathes in a different way. Yeah, yeah. It's a really interesting one. Yeah. In fact, I, you're making me want to fucking go back and play it. Yeah. Yeah, because I, because I, you know, I, I, it was uh, free on PS Plus, the Uncharted collection. Mm-hmm. I was playing through a little bit of one, a little bit of two, and I was like, oh fuck, this is this is really mm-hmm. fun again. Yeah, so but it would be cool to get you on there. I, I would probably do Nate Drake. I would do two, four, and Lost Legacy because like two, two and four plus. are my favorites, yeah. and like the Lost Legacy, I gotta play. Just it, give so. three. Greg Miller gave it a perf- perfect ten on IGN. Mm. I'd give it a nine point five on the twenty oh. point scale. 
Well, you can't do that no more. They don't do that. <laughs> I don't care. Know? It's a nine or a yeah. ten. I don't. I don't work for IGN. I work for the save room. We beat to our own drum. We all work for IGN. Every yeah. time we fucking quote them, we're doing, we're giving them lip service. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're puppets. That's why we're canceling save room news. We don't care. All you guys, <laughs> all you guys do is cry about delays. I'm yeah. tired of doing that show. It's all about save room plays now. I do want to say that our last episode of mm. save room uh, proper, which will be episode 82, is our official hundredth released episode oh, across sh- all formats. So reviews, save room proper, the things we're doing now. That's kind of cool. That is really cool. Yeah. We've done a hundo, dude. I haven't done a hundred of anything in my life. Oh, man. We, yeah. sh- we should get a fucking cheesecake or something to celebrate. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That's probably a bad idea for you. With Mario's face on it. Because <laughs> it's apropos of our weird addiction to video games. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. So, hey, here's to us. Here's to us. Yeah. I drank through my beer. It's gone. Did you really? I That's drank a tall fast. boy. No, there's no way you drank through all of it. I'm a tall boy. <laughs> So I hear you have something wild and weird for me on this one. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. So Daniel likes to do his bits. And do. his bits end up being fun. Yeah. Oh my god, we need to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be misconstrued. Not at all. It's we fine. like to play these on-air games, okay? So I was thinking, and this stroke of lightning came to me when I was driving home and almost getting killed by the drivers of uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. And God, they're so bad out here. They're pretty Jesus bad. Why don't they know Christ. how to drive in the rain? They all trained in Need for Speed Underground. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're trying to fucking gank me the entire time. It's terrible. But... That's not the point. Okay. This game, basically, I was thinking about recent events, actually. Uh, there's a new character coming to uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Byleth, okay. from the Fire Emblem game. Sure. And that's the last of the first DLC pack, which brought us really cool characters, like we were talking about it, Banjo-Kazooie and, and Joker from Persona mm-hmm. 5. Yeah. It's an awesome, awesome lineup. And on the latest Nintendo Direct, Sakurai said... Hey, there's also gonna you know there's gonna be Fighters Pass two for about like twenty five to thirty dollars. I didn't confirm price, okay. but and it's gonna have six more characters. But fuck off because they've already been selected. Mm-hmm. All six have been selected, and I'm just like, oh okay. And he's he's not soliciting any mm-hmm. any um basically wants for which characters. So he's like, yeah, because hey, he's like, my... fuck the people. I'm gonna do what I want. Exactly. I'm a visionary. Yeah, I'm a visionary. And we just have to respect it. The Steve Jobs of video game <laughs> of icons. Nintendo. Yeah, of Nintendo. <laughs> so get the, get the fuck off my back. But I don't think that's fair, right? No, I don't not think at that's all. fair. But at the same time, I don't think like we should have too much control over what that looks like, mm-hmm. right? Because like if you ask me, I would put nothing but Resident Evil characters in that pack. Yeah, it'd be a Resident Evil fighter. It would just be Resident. <laughs> Evil. There'd be like another Resident. Yeah, like yeah, another Resident <laughs> Evil fighter. Yeah. So so I actually thought there should be some randomization, but sure. also. I shouldn't have this power. I trust my dear friend Daniel. Okay. So what I decided to do is I filled a hat with different uh, oh, wow. video game character names. <laughs> and you have six six turns, okay. basically. To build the perfect roster? To build the perfect roster okay. for Fighters Pack 2 <laughs> for Smash Brothers. I'm worried for what's in there. I know Master Chief's jack-off suit is probably a standalone choice. Listen, I have selected... They're all just regular... They're all Resident they're Evil all, characters. No, they're not. <laughs> that would be my preference. Again, we needed to avoid that. There are some Capcom characters in there. Okay. There's some Western game characters in here, too. Okay. It's going to make the perfect list. You, you have to pull from this. Sure, okay? But you can't look. You can't see which yeah. names are in there. All right? Okay. So here, here's... So six? Six. Okay. Six are confirmed. So I'm, ac- I'm actually really excited because I thought be you were going to have me build a roster yeah. as is, but this is more fun. No, okay. no, no, no. Okay. We're leaving it up to the gamer gods. Oh wow! To decide what this roster is. <laughs> okay, so go ahead, put your hand in there. Uh, make sure you only get one. 
What is the first character? Oh, that's a good choice. So I fought for uh, From Software characters in uh, Smash, and this is a brilliant choice. So he picked Lady Maria from Bloodborne. Yes, I did. Yes, that I is did. a fucking awesome choice. That would have <laughs> been one a of great mine. First... Yeah. Wow, that actually that is Daniel as fuck. She's a, a sword fighter, but she uses blood magic. Yes, that's cool. That okay. would be amazing. And imagine the levels, like right. the Astral Clock Tower as a level. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Yo, I didn't know this game would evolve in this way. Let's where, go. Keep where going. It's actually good. Yeah. Give wow. Me because one. I put a lot of stupid options. <laughs> I'm in sure. This hat. I'm sure. I right. get like five. Five more dog yeah. here. Another one. What's the next? What's Did the next? Did you have to character? look up Fire Emblem characters for this? No. 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 Okay. No. <laughs> what's it say? Turok the dinosaur. Oh shit. <laughs> from the N64 classic, Turok the Dinosaur Hunter. So would it be that one, or would it be from the would Microsoft exactly that Xbox? One. No, delete okay. that. <laughs> that would be cool. That'd yeah. be really cool. Turok 1 and 2 are on the Switch right now. The yeah. originals, yeah. yeah. Or kind of slightly remastered? I'm not sure. I didn't check them out. Just ported, I think. I just want a new fucking Turok. Oh, dude. I do too. So badly. But I think Turok would be a great character because he would come in riding a dinosaur, uh-huh. and he would be slashing people up and shooting cerebral boars into their head. I think it'd be cool because like, you could have a different like four choices for loadout of like weapons and guns yeah have a standard weapon obviously have a shotgun have a grenade launcher <laughs> have That's the cerebral right. boar you know yo fuck yeah you, you start braining yoshi yeah because he's a dinosaur and must be hunted oh man he has a spirit character it's just a fucking dinosaur yes actually no uh like an assist trophy rather a pterodactyl that'd be dope too pterodactyl takes your enemies away knocks them off the level Picks them up, drops them to level. So this doesn't even feel like... This is a perfect So you know so how they, they have the story mode, right? Where you fight through, like, different themes. Like, so if you play as well, a Fire Emblem character, you have this ramp up where you fight, like, Rathalos from Monster Hunter World. Imagine fighting, like, a T-Rex at the end of that run. Oh, as shit. Tarot, like, for his main That campaign. would be fucking great. That's dope. I wish I put more Resident Evil characters in this. Okay, so... <laughs> Two for six. This is up. This, this is, is good. good. This is this good. Is big ups right here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's see if you get <laughs> fucked because this is the the gamer wheel of fate here. You don't know what you're gonna get. <laughs> uh, that makes me nervous. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm doing the shuffle too, so that helps. Okay. It's upside down. Handsome Jack. Oh. What the wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. This is turning into an awesome roster, dude. I'm not mad about that either. Well, okay. You had some good ideas. I, this is know, a good game so far. I'm a, I'm a gaming visionary. <laughs> you really I, are. I, I try to tell people I should be in game design. You should be somewhere near a video game, at least. I, I'm always <laughs> near a video game. I'm never too far from a video game. That's a true fact about me. So, Handsome Jack. Okay. You could put him on Hyperion. Have a Hyperion oh, level. Oh, okay. His have satellite. Some cool, like, cell shading animations and stuff. Like, That's a good idea. Have him stylized a little bit. Right. Oh, my God. These are all Western characters, too. Um, not that's Lady a, Maria. That's a first. Lady... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Hmm. Okay. Would you try and, like, roll Vault Hunters in there at all? I don't know. Probably. Mm. Or maybe Bandits. Bandits start shooting up... Or Psycho. Psycho Psychos. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Shooting up your opposition, right? Shooting Mario in the face. Well, he does, like, Hyperion bots, right? Yeah, or maybe he's like bots. Or maybe, like, Angel Loader shows bots. up. Angel. Yeah, the siren. His daughter. She just comes in and wrecks house. Like, that's his ultimate move. What do they call it? Smash Ultimate? <laughs> I think so. His final form? I don't know. I forget what it's called. It's final Smash. Yeah, that's what it is. Final Smash. Thank you. <laughs> All no right, problem. give me number four. All right, number four. Go ahead. I'm. S- if this is season two of Smash Ultimate, I'm buying it. Right. It's the perfect list. What does this say? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so... He's he's too vain to to be allowed near a game like this, but <laughs> <laughs> Luca Roca Mignata from uh, the the hit Netflix documentary series "Don't Fuck with Cats." 
<laughs> now I said to myself, "Wow, he's the only non-video game character uh, out of out of this uh, entire hat that I've created for you." Um, That's hilarious. <laughs> I honestly didn't think it would ever get picked. I was going to tell you after the fact that it was in there. That's brilliant. Sidebar, if you guys haven't seen it, it's a three-part documentary series on Netflix, and it is fucking wild. It is such a ride. Don't, um, e- don't even spoil it. I'm not going to say like, anything about it. Watch you, it. You were literally like, hey, watch this thing. You, you described the premise of like the people who got involved with it and like the, the whole Facebook like explosion around this this man fucking with cats on the internet and what happened as a result. And I was like, that actually sounds kind of captivating. And it was great. I would imagine if he was added to the game, um, he wouldn't be able to fight back at all. Like, (laughs) you just don't give him the benefit of it. He just gets always destroyed if you pick him. That's true. He always gets destroyed. He quotes a lot of uh, Patrick Bateman. Uh, And Basic Instinct is his favorite film. He has an Echo character. It's just Sharon Stone from Basic Instinct. <laughs> Throw that foot away. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Are you sure? <laughs> All right. <laughs> because I don't have to pick him, like, right? No, like, I like I don't have to pick um Warrior from you know Dragon Dragon Quest. But he'll always be there. Yeah, he'll always be there if I Luke want. Luke McNana just showing up on yeah. the select screen. You know, there was a time when I thought you know We Fit Trainer seems pretty silly, but she's badass. So that is true. So what's number five on this roster? Duke Nukem. Oh shit! A classic. Another Western character. That's cool. We're breaking. We're breaking. The Honestly, like here. I, I've never really played the Duke Nukem games. I know his face and his fucking. What do I want to call it? Um, his, guile, his crop top. Crop top. Yeah. His, yeah. His crop top. <laughs> um, <clears throat> or in his crew cut, basically. I put him. I put him in there as sure. a joke. I don't care about Duke Nukem. I don't particularly think his games are very good, but he's an iconic character. Yeah. I was actually looking up a list of like most famous video game characters and they like out of like 50, 50 fucking characters, they put him at like number number like four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Hmm. Okay. He's pretty iconic, but I think I first would want like somebody like, I don't know, Doom Guy, like before ever Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't so. I didn't put Doom Guy in here at all. Okay. Well, that's cool. It's a good list. Yeah, it's a good list so far. It's a good list so Again, far. Again, I would still buy this season pass <laughs> if not for the first three. Like that's worth it for me. <laughs> Lady Maria is actually worth it for me. Yeah, lot, you would so. buy yeah, and you can buy the characters by themselves, six dollars. There you go. There you go. What is number six? What is the final, the final fighter? God. No Capcom things on here yet. So we'll see. <laughs> see what this one that's is. It's upsetting to me. Who's this? Oh, okay. Elizabeth Comstock from Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> All right. That's kind of cool because, like, okay, so they added Daisy and Peach at some point. Well, maybe they were always actually in Smash. I don't know. Check me, gamers. And I never thought they'd play in any way that was fun for me at all. But they're actually, like, really cool to play as. I think you could do some cool, like, action moves with her. Like, I think she could have, like, a cool melee set. And she would have the Songbird. And the Songbird is devastating. Yeah, that would that would actually be pretty. I put that in there because I was like, oh, that might actually be exciting. Mm-hmm. That might be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh man, I, I feel like she would need like a. So remember, you know the the ice climbers, right? Like complementary characters. Like there's two characters. Maybe it's her and Booker. Are they related or in love? I don't know. Maybe they were raised in a a lab. Who knows? Yeah. No, uh, Bioshock representation is good. We got Big Daddy mm-hmm. in PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Oh yeah, nobody talks about that because nobody played it (laughs) (laughs) more specifically Mm -hmm. but yeah this this is a good roster except except for the real life murderer i mean his kill count's gonna be high (laughs) so i I actually would bet on playing as him you know wow 
This is is brilliant. You know what I did? What I'm really disappointed about, too, is that as a goof, I put about 20 different Fire Emblem characters in in this hat. You said you didn't. I did, though. Did you lie to me again? Yes, I did. I lied to you. You're such a liar. I lied to you. (laughs) Okay. Because I thought, like, statistically, you should be pulling all Fire Emblem characters, Mm -hmm. which would make Hose mad. Oh, wow. Are you trying to make Hose mad on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's lay some of these out real quick. Let's just read through them. Um, I got some Gex. I got okay, Gex in sure. here. That's fine. I got Donald Duck in here. I put on the list. <laughs> this is this is all. If random. it's Donald Duck from Kingdom Hearts, I'm not mad about it. It is. It okay. is. Uh, I got Scorpion from Mortal Kombat in okay. here. This is quite an extensive. Li- Hang on, I'll just throw more on here. Oh, Joanna Dark. I think she's in it somewhere. Uh, probably as a trophy. Yeah. I got Goku on here. Ultra Instinct Shaggy <laughs> would have been so good. Oh, no. I forgot about that. Uh, Isaac Clark was a choice on there okay. as well. Um, I got Hollow Knight was a was definitely a pick as well. We we got we got Garrus Varkarian. Oh damn! Um, for the for the horny girls out there <laughs> and the other horny girls, we got Kiryu Kazuma. Oh, he was on the list. Uh, I sprinkled down some more on here. You did a lot of these. Holy John shit. Marston. Uh, we got Master Chief, of yeah. course. Yeah. Geralt of Rivera. Any, yeah, Rivia. Uh, <laughs> oh, Diva. Diva's good. Uh, Claptrap was actually in this list too. Okay. Mm. Um, Crash Bandicoot. That's Who's a Lindis? standard one. Um, that's an that's a Fire Emblem character. Okay, <laughs> I should have known that. <laughs> I guess most of the Fire Emblem characters uh, were toward the bottom. Ezio Auditore de Frenzy. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, so damn, these are these are good choices. Uh, Sheva Al Alamar from Resident <laughs> Evil Five specifically. <laughs> Earthworm Jim was in here. Oh, Johnny Napalm, the character from Guitar Hero Three. Oh, the punk. The punk. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Porter Bridges. <laughs> yeah, Sam Porter Bridges oh, uh, is a character. Yeah, there's a lot in here. There's a lot in here, dude. There's well, this a, is a this is a fine game. This is a treat. I gave you a treat. Shadow Man. Uh, from the N64 classic Shadow Man. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Where you play as like a voodoo voodoo gunman. It's not even called Shadow Man 64. No, it's just called Shadow Man. Interesting. It might be called Shadow Man 64. <laughs> I'm not sure. They put a 64 in anything that was like, it's a zone PlayStation? Yeah, it is. Call it 64 for us. <laughs> Mega Man Legends 64. Oh, no, it's just Mega Man 64, I think. I forget. They did a lot. They did a lot. They did a lot. Well, yeah. there we go. I'm very glad we yeah. got through it. Um, we've, cho- we've chosen the roster. I-, I would say most anticipated for the second season pass, Hollow Knight for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Hollow Knight would be dope. Yeah. Outside of that, Sora, and then, I don't know, take me for a ride. Take me on a ride, Sakurai. Like, if you want to put a character in the game, put another character in. I don't care. Put Terry Bogard in it again. Yeah. Do him again. <laughs> Do him again. You make right. people real mad. Well, this is a fun little game. I enjoyed playing that with you, but we got to we gotta shift gears to, to what we've been playing. I got you. So. What have we been playing, dude? Take me on a ride. Tell me uh, what, what you've been up to this week. What sort of stuff you've been playing? I know you've been playing a lot of Parasite Eve. Oh, buddy boyo. I've been playing a lot of Parasite Eve. Now... I've been doing this thing where I've been playing some retro retro games on my Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. Been playing like a bunch of like you know classic survival horror and good friends of the show Dave recommended Parasite Eve. Mm. Parasite Eve, if you if you didn't know, is kind of a mixture of Final Fantasy and Resident Evil. And sounds brilliant. You play as a police officer, a woman by the name of um, it's not Eve, it's Aya Brea or mm-hmm. Bruh, and she she uh, basically runs into this one uh, opera singer who becomes a fucking floating hell monster that can make people spontaneously combust when she looks at them hmm. or turn you into a goo thing. <laughs> That's her whole thing. Her name is Eve. Okay. And it's her um, she can't set you on fire because you got fucking good blood or something like that. Oh, the good blood and keeps you safe. There's a lot of like really hot like kind of tension between you and uh, and, and this floating hell monster. Oh. But there's a lot of... The, oh, yeah. It's a sexy game? 
It's a little sexy. Okay. It's a little scary. The music is sexy for sure. Really? I love the music. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. The music's so good in that game. But um, yeah, it's got pre-rendered backgrounds and you're going around. The combat system's really interesting because mm-hmm. you're fighting enemies like, you know, whatever fucking hell creature, demented rats that come out of, come out of the fucking ground because mm-hmm. everything's like a mutant for some reason in the middle of New York City. <laughs> <laughs> combat system pretty fun you get a lot of fucking guns you blast some things it's weird it, it feels like you're using vats in the game okay because of the way the atb and all that stuff set up yeah okay 20 year old game interesting combat system and i don't hate it and you know i'm not like i'm not in like tactical games and stuff like that no but... you're really not that's why like i don't know games like fire emblem don't speak to you they don't I... talk to me at all yeah maybe moba games don't talk to you for that same reason you know? mobas don't talk to me either mm-hmm. no not at all but uh yeah this this game's striking me because it's got survival horror all over it mm-hmm. but there's an interesting um focus on on sperm in the game oh yeah i didn't it's expect the progenitor it. of life first you end up at a hospital at a certain point and eve is basically dumping gallons of of cum <laughs> she, she's she's like taking a bunch of cum i don't know she's trying to give birth to the ultimate god or the Uh-oh. the ultimate mitochondria because everyone's got mitochondrial powers you know what they I'm drop that term a lot they the drop game. it a lot it's they in the description for the game mitochondria you know but that, that it, it's great fun so far sure. but i want to tell you about one character that i met he's my partner actually oh the, i haven't heard about this at the guy. nypd his name is daniel oh <laughs> oh yeah that's my indeed. name too that's easy yeah wow yeah it's your name too dude huh I don't know if you knew. That's your name. Put this guy in Smash. Yeah, exactly. Daniel in Smash. And he's a big burly guy who who is a workaholic and he's a divorcee. Okay. And he has a son named Ben. And Ben is all like, Dad, I want you to love me. And he's like, uh, go play outside, okay. <laughs> basically, and the entire time. And he, he's a bad father. He's a bad dad, actually. Is he bad like Ethan Marr is bad? Yeah, he's a bad dad like that. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't care about uh, his kid until it's too late. Oh, yeah. Also, his ex-wife turned into goo. Uh... It's a really interesting game, I'm telling you. It's a very fascinating <laughs> game. I've been having a good time with it. A very good time with it. Okay. But, um, yeah, that's not all, all I've been getting into. Actually, you know what I want to really talk to you about, dude? Hmm. I was introduced to a whole new world. A new dimension, what if happens? you will. Did you drop acid? I, no, not for a while, actually. <laughs> uh, I played the Oculus Quest. Ooh. Uh-huh. Fully wireless, the whole situation. So that speaks to me about it. Like, when I think of the, the PSVR experience, uh-huh. a lot of the, what I'm not interested in is being tangled in a, a, a wire mess. Yeah, Cords. You feel like you're fucking, you know, when they jack into the Matrix, you feel like someone's stabbing you in the back yeah. of the fucking head. That's what cords feel like to me. <laughs> the Oculus did not stab me yeah. in the head. It showed me the real world. Okay. Or what I, I thought it was real. So, so what did you end up playing? So my buddy, well, hang on. Well, my, my, my buddy, Irfan, friend of the show, uh, was like, yo, dude, come over. I got the fucking Oculus Quest. And I was like, really? Yeah, I got, it recently got back in stock. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I don't know too much about it. I've heard about the Rift, uh-huh. but I haven't. Let me preface all of this. I haven't been that big of an advocate for VR. Like, I, it just hasn't always interested me. I don't like things over Mm-mm. my glasses yeah. as is. And some of the experiences have so far, what I've played, have been just kind of like shallow. Where it's like the mm-hmm. whole game is pull some levers. But the whole thing is like you're you're seeing it in VR. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Batman game that came out for PSVR. It's basically like, yeah. let me put on my suit. And, and then, do basic clue finding. Right. And, and there then, have been, I think, some cool 
ideas into the realm of vr um you know tetris effect that full slice into resident evil 7 that we got i hear moss is pretty cool astrobot so like there are some like pretty standout experiences but for the most part it like they've seemed pretty shallow and things that might not be up our alley and like i'll go on the record and say the save room doesn't really advocate for you know vr like it's just not our thing yeah because i i think we're still like a little bit away from it being you know optimal. just a well yeah optimal and just right now it's a boutique item True. rather than like a mainstream like this is a viable investment right you, you have to definitely be hardcore to get into it but he let me try it out and i played a couple of games in it first of all let me tell you it is fucking awesome that it is totally wireless mm-hmm. like what it does is it basically tells you here's a grid of the room uh-huh. like it just does a little overlay and says like this is where your couch is and then you can make like borders for yourself and whenever you get near it it lets you know but it starts you out on the home screen where he set it up where it's like this this domed living room that's okay. in the middle of like a forest during the night it's like crazy good wow. looking and that's just like your lounge area while you choose which games you want to play that's neat yeah so you can choose it based off of like whatever you want yeah, exactly. Like huh. that's like your start menu, basically. Okay. And yeah. then you choose the game that you want to play. Well, first of all, let me let me let me tell you about some specs. People love some specs. You know sure. what I'm saying? So he had the um, 128 gigabyte model, but there's a 64 gigabyte model. The difference between the two, 64 is at uh, 400 bucks, and it's 500 for the 128. So a gotcha. hundred dollar difference. In yeah, for twice as much uh-huh. on item memory. But that's important yeah. in that all of your games are on the unit itself. Yeah. You're not plugged in through an HDMI like you are with PSVR. You're not playing off of a PC. You're basically downloading the games, but uh, you first have to get an app on your phone to okay. make that happen. I didn't know that, actually. Like, So when I think of VR, like I think of a rooted console or something. Mm-hmm. It's running off of some sort of peripheral device, whatever. But like, yeah. the fact that it's all downloading to the headset and then in conjunction with an app, that sounds like some really interesting... like technology at play there yeah and it seems like it steps towards making it more accessible to the masses where mm-hmm. it's like hey the less that you make vr a burden the more people are going to adopt it mm-hmm. i was very impressed with my experience the game that i got to play that i fell in love with immediately was beat saber Ooh, i've never played beat saber dude never in my life they did a, a bit for that at the game awards i oh green didn't day green day, green day play played it? it's a beat saber song funny you should mention we downloaded the green day pack we were playing oh, fucking nice. boulevard of broken dreams and shit but if you don't if you don't know beat saber it's like um blocks are flying toward you and they're either going to be red or blue which corresponds to two lightsabers in your hands okay. basically let me tell you so on the oculus itself the controllers are basically it almost looks like the Wii nunchucks but okay. they're a little more evolved where uh when you hold on to it it has like a back button that's like a grip mm-hmm. and then it has triggers right above that okay so in a lot of games it's like that's how you grab and that's how you shoot yeah. basically and then like just pointing them in the right direction is are super precise mm. like super super precise like when it, using it as a pointer in the menus and then having these lightsabers in your hand i felt like these are actually in my hands there's no delay to me using it yeah that was always the problem with like the wiimote where it would it feel like there was a delay in it registering from what you were doing sometimes mm-hmm. not seamless i don't know how it is for psvr uh those you what are they use, the wands you have They're to different. use stupid ass wands yeah. yeah that's why i was like uh i don't want to do that the oculus controller 
is like perfection. I was mm. like, holy shit. This it sounds feels like so good. Super contoured and very comfortable. Yeah, it really, really is. And then it's got these big like ring cones at the end of them. I'm not sure what that does. I don't mm. know if that's like sensor shit or something. Probably. M- maybe. But when you're playing Beat Saber, these blocks that are flying at you will have like directions on them, like up or down mm. or left or right. And that's in the direction you have to slice them. Okay. In in rhythm to the song, and it's coming at you, and I fucking was having so much fun with that game, but it actually gave me a, like a workout. <laughs> I, I like because I was like, okay, I got the I got the hang of it after like playing on medium, starting on medium, mm. and I thought to myself like, hey, I'm a fucking rock band slash guitar hero champion. You are. I play an expert. I need to build myself up in this game. So I did it on hard, but I'm, it is a much more um, different, strenuous yeah. activity where I'm cutting and you have to duck. Like there, there'll <laughs> be these big old fucking like um, corridors coming at you basically. Okay. And you have to duck them or move to the left or the right. So it's got your whole body moving. I am still sore, dog. You've been talking about it for days. Uh, yeah, I woke up. You did it on the, what, Thursday? On Thursday. Yeah. And I woke up the next day and I was just like, ooh, oh no. <laughs> I'm recording it Saturday and I think he's still more sore from that than the gym visit we took today. Yeah, it's a true fact. <laughs> that is a true fact, actually. But I had so much fun. I also played a, a couple other demos, including, or no, I played the full-fledged version of Vader Immortal. Oh. Have you heard about like that? an hour long? I think I didn't I didn't finish the whole thing, but okay. like I did play a good chunk of it and it felt like being at a Disney park when they do like the whole story based rides or something uh, like when that. When you have like the kind of story across screens or things like in ride exactly. while you're in line. Yeah, or like how that the Harry Potter ride does in Islands of Adventure, uh-huh. where it's like, oh, the cast shows up on a, on a screen, but it's like it's right in front of you, and yeah. it's like your basic interaction is like, oh, I can pull levers and do the Batman thing, basically, which okay. is like I can poke buttons, and i got to figure out puzzles of like what, what I can interact with and twist to open doors. Are basically. you a Jedi? What are you? I don't know. You're just a guy. You're you're on a ship. Just a guy on a ship hanging out with a floaty robot. <laughs> He's got a sexy ass voice, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who they got? I have no idea. Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. <laughs> but it was cool because like the intro was you leap through hyperspace, which was cool to see because mm-hmm. like you initiate it yourself. Oh, and you look up and you see the, the a star destroyer like floating above you and it was like oh shit that feels like it's right there <laughs> and then v- you eventually meet vader mm. in it he's like the bad guy of it he's fucking like eight feet tall and i, and I tried to grab for his lightsaber <laughs> when you try to do goofy shit the game ignores yeah, you that, it doesn't that, register that's when you're just like yeah i'm basically like watching a video i can interact with yeah, that's how, all it is how for it now. feels yeah so some games are like that, but you do get a lightsaber and you start like fighting oh, and shit. Neat. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, that, I had a lot of fun with that. Okay. Would you get it? You know what? After I played it, I was sitting there and I was like, let me just check Amazon right now. I was like, let me look at the pricing. And I thought to myself, I was like, if it's at like 300, I would probably pull the trigger for Beat Saber alone. Uh-huh. Because I was like, I can get a genuine workout with this game while playing a game. That's true. It's the dream, Daniel. You're throwing back to the Wii Fit days. It's the dream, <laughs> right? I'm having fun and working out because I never have fun when I work out. No, I mean you put on your fun house and your podcast and you do your thing. Yeah, put a lot of speed on, but this is different. It's different. It's, a, it's gamified. Because I was just like, I'm tired, but I still want to keep on playing. Yeah. 
That's the right kind of motivation. That reminds me of back when I used to be super into Dance Dance Dever, uh, Dance Dance Revolution. Really? I, oh, I you don't know, know this about me? No, I didn't oh, know Oh, so at the Oasis... Okay, this is a fun throwback story. Um, back in Oasis Florida. Oasis and the Sawgrass, yeah, they had the Gameworks there, and they had, like, the two DDR pads. And I would go, like, every Friday and Saturday and just fucking play for, like, an hour. And then later on... I don't remember what system it was for. I think it might have been PS2. They had the DDR dance mats that you can buy and, you know, put in your home. And they weren't nearly as good because they would slide all over the place. But me and my friends would dance all night to, like, Danube and Sandstorm and Touch the Sky. Like, you knew it was a Friday night if fucking Cascada was playing. So, it was a good time. Fucking hell, yeah. dude. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. All right. Good shit. Good shit. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is the future, but I, I'll say of the unit itself, um, it's like a pound, a pound on your head. Okay. Um, it's decently comfortable. You you, you have an easy time adjusting it, mm. and it feels really secure when you're like strapping it. Okay. Um, but you'll notice that the resolution on like your screen isn't that great. I was looking at it, it's like it's not 1080 basically. Mm-hmm. So there there's that kind of like. You have this feeling of like, do I need to keep on adjusting this to see this better? Or is it just like that? And it's like, it's just like that though. Okay. But it's really fucking cool. How do they handle the, the headphones on top of that? So there are speakers on the unit itself, but they don't go over your ears. Right. Yeah. So it makes sound and it's decently loud for you to hear because Mm -hmm. it's still like, you know, pointed at your ears. Mm -hmm. But, um, you could also get like a headset for it. I think if you okay. want to fully immerse yourself in your VR porn. Because that's how PSVR is. It's like the two separate things. Yes. Yes. But that was my only comment about it. I was just like, okay, the resolution could be higher. I, I imagine the next version will try to bridge the gap for that. But mm-hmm. like, it is really impressive for being all not connected to a, a u like a console or a unit or anything like that uh-huh. and being able to like do shit like watch netflix on it and shit is, is there or porn, <laughs> or porn. <laughs> watch porn and the 360 viewpoints were really cool like yeah I, that seemed pretty impressive yeah being untethered and wireless and i, I was able to move about mm-hmm. without feeling like i was gonna fucking trip on anything because that's like the biggest concern when you start yeah. doing vr is like is this gonna be like a sit down game kind of thing you I, know? I would say like 70 percent of my vr experience have been at like conventions mm. and like being tethered and like worrying that i'm gonna like turn the wrong way and like knock into a dev or like you know pull their unit down or do something stupid <laughs> tear down devolver digital yeah, by basically. accident yeah while yeah. <laughs> playing fucking uh my friend pedro in vr <laughs> Um, no that sounds really cool though Um, it really was i was super impressed i really wanted to i was like you know what this is the first time i've ever considered really getting vr um but what stopped me was i was like it's at 500 bucks yeah it's a lot and i just spent a lot of money putting uh repairs in my car Mm -hmm. so i was like ugh, no (laughs) yeah until your vr unit can drive you to work um i think you made a better investment yeah oh and i got to play super hot Oh, okay. Super Hot was really fucking cool too. My takeaway from Super Hot, or what I've heard, is it's kind of like Hotline Miami. Like, what? What is it? No, I mean, no, not not necessarily. I it is like one and done, kind of like if you die. But yeah. the difference is you're in environments that basically you have these um, red silhouettes of men or uh-huh. like polygon models like running at you. They don't look like just like normal <clears throat> me and you people. Okay. Right. And they only move when you're moving yourself. So if you okay. turn 
or do any movements that aren't just moving your head to look around. They they like slowly creep toward you. Oh, that's weird. In slow motion, basically. <laughs> and you have to plan your attacks. So you get weapons, you get guns where you have to like grip with the controller, which feels really awesome gripping uh-huh. a gun, essentially, in yeah. game and then firing it. And then like if you don't have a gun at hand, you can grab shit like an ashtray and like toss it at a dude's <laughs> head while like punching uh, the next guy like next to him to like and it's really accurate too. Like if you if they throw like a, a fist at you, you can punch their fist back and uh-huh. it like shatters basically because they, they're like polygon glass men or something like that. Dope. It's really dope, dude. I was like super hot. It's fucking fresh. That's one of the ones I've also heard a lot of good stuff about. Like I've heard great things about like the Oculus like library. Um, I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. Right. Uh, but like the, the price unit, the price, um, installation for it is just like, it's a little much. Yeah. Cause like the PS5, for instance, probably going to be 500 bucks. And so I'm basically yeah. buying an entire like console thing. It's an investment for yeah. sure. My thing is like, so the, the PS5 is like, that's something I know I'm going to use like every day or like on, at least on a weekly basis. I don't know. I would do that with my PSVR unit. So I have to, I would have to want to go, go all in and know that I'm going to use it a lot. Sure. Uh, no yeah i i I agree i i think that was my thing though about it like the fact that the oculus is like wireless and everything's on board i was like yeah i might actually use this a lot because it's so easy to pick up and play i was like yeah you're starting to get exactly where you need to be vr is getting there just fix the resolution have more dynamic games and i'll be stuck i i won't be in reality anymore daniel (laughs) i won't go to work now i'll start losing weight because i'm just like in-game eating and forgetting the real world you'll be like uh anthony mackie in that one episode of uh black mirror where like i think it's like fighting pythons or whatever it's called oh where, where like, he's like forever living in in vr yeah, but and, like i think he may, he has sex with his best friend and having sex with his best friend I mean, maybe yeah. not that far um, but like you will become a part of the vr world yeah <laughs> gotcha well there goes this that's our plot thread huh <laughs> well, from fisting to that <laughs> from fisting to vr sex huh jesus christ i love knows no bounds well, I'm going to have to leave now. <laughs> Made him sufficiently I just put on a VR unit. I'm gone. <laughs> like Dr. Manhattan. You're like, I'm just going to go to another planet. Awesome. Uh, That's so not... it was a good time. It was a legit good time. That's. So, I even looked up like PSVR stuff going like, hey, did they make improve it at all? And I was like, nope, no. I'm not going to buy it. So my question for you is with Sony moving on to the PS5, do you think we get their version of what would be like, psvr version 2.0 and do you think it goes wireless that is my greatest hope yeah i because oculus was such a cool like experience for me that i would be very glad to see sony step up their game on that end to make something similar but also still giving me like high quality games Mm. that i can get on that because psvr has a great lineup of games just like you said for sure do like they have uh blood and truth Mm -hmm. um i heard rush of blood from until dawn was pretty cool i don't know if moss is exclusive but moss is supposed to be really great astrobot is definitely exclusive so there are games tetris effect and fucking right like all these awesome they got they got bangers but they need to like work out their their technology especially if they're gonna double down on it and have it be one of those things that is part of their branding in the next gen they need to make it work yeah for sure for sure so good times strides forward if that shit's ever on sale i'm buying it oh undoubtedly there are a few things that escape kevin pape quite like a sale like if a sale's <laughs> happening you are buying a thing it doesn't matter what it is it could be a game it could be very a tv true. <laughs> like, it's how i end up with things like shenmue 3 and stuff yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's what i do it's what i do 
<laughs> I got a headphone splitter for five bucks. Was it on sale? Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice dude. Anyway, anyway, is there anything else I'm playing? I think that was the main thing I wanted to um, I mean, you were playing Pokemon, but I imagine once you stream tonight over at twitch.tv slash the red herb, you'll have more to say about it. I'm going to want some Chinese food, though. I kind of feel that, too. Like, I'm really wanting some zen yeah. fucking key. I don't care if I do a late stream tonight. Yeah. Just yeah. be a chill stream. Like, not, yeah, I just want to do a chill stream because I want to mm-hmm. play some video games, and it's fine if I'm chilling with the fans. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're there for, you know? You know what I'm saying? So, so what have you been playing, my doggy dog? Um, Only two things, really. I don't know how this week escaped me, and I didn't get more gaming in. Um, I think it's just because every time I actually sat down with this particular game, I felt kind of disimpassioned about it, where I was like, I kind of having a mad time which is kind of weird so i'm playing two things one one new one old uh my something old is after party i beat it um, oh shit i had a really uneven experience with it which is kind of unfortunate that's really unfortunate i'm such a big fan of oxenfree no oxenfree is is really amazing um and something about that game gripped me a lot more a lot sooner and i think it was the mechanics too i thought it had a really interesting mechanic set and the things that you were doing in that world like finding like little like supernatural hotspot collectibles or like things within the world that kind of made it worth like rowing back through after party does this thing where it's like it teases you with the end goal right the the game was marketed as drink with the devil the thing is it takes you so fucking long to drink with the devil like they have you do all these other like kind of less interesting things in the meantime Hmm. so like you go to hell you're getting processed this isn't that you find out that okay you can drink the devil and get out of hell awesome cool sounds easy right but they make you go on this journey where it's like okay you meet uh the devil who is actually the best part of the game uh i recommend after party just for that performance alone because the devil is so fucking cool so well written and i don't know the voice actor behind it but he just kills that performance so shout out to that guy um but he's like okay you can out drink me but you have to get two seals from these monarchs so you basically have to just go around different parts of hell and out drink other people and because the only mechanic is drinking it just kind of gets like one note after a while where it's like okay i'm really just holding uh r1 to drink and it gives you different dialogue options so you usually have like one of two that kind of shapes the way your your uh, game ends basically um but if you get drunk you have a third option it usually is a more brazen approach in the moment sometimes you have some action moves that you do off of it or like moments and those are the more interesting parts but otherwise it's like you're just going from place to place and drinking and it's not always interesting some of the characters are interesting and some of the arcs are kind of cool but they do this thing that kind of just grind in my gears after a while where you come in contact with your your conscious basically they basically always throw your inner demons at you and always like try and like beat you down based off of, like the decisions you're making because like oh you might have to i want to drink with this uh, monarch right and to get their seal but they want me to do a dirty deed for them and like that dirty deed is going to reflect poorly and the characters kind of react to you based off of what you do and not all it's kind of like fun for me i don't know well that was kind of a bummer i do like some of the drinking mechanics like they have you playing beer pong and do oh i watched you play that and i was like this looks fun yeah yeah it it took me back for sure so like shout out to that like so you do that and then you do like stacking games um so like your your lead up to drinking with the devil is like you you have to beat them in a game of beer pong and you recruit like a team kind of like mass effect style so like based off of people you've interacted with in hell or done like loyalty missions for they could basically be part of your final four team to go battle out with the devil because he's like you can play me but you have to have a team (laughs) wow so you end up building a team and like the last like hour of the game is actually really cool um so like the payoff was there but i think it was just 
such an uneven experience for me otherwise. And by the end, I just found that I didn't care about it as much as Oxenfree. But I do think it's still brilliant. I think it is for somebody. It just wasn't always for me. That's kind of the thing. Oh, man, that, that's kind of a shame yeah. to hear because when I think of Oxenfree, I definitely don't think uneven experience at all. That yeah. was such a good, God, such a good game. It's actually four years old yeah. uh, today. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome shit. It might also have been the way I was playing it. I think when I sat down with it for longer sessions, I got more out of it. Uh Yeah, I mean that too. But like it's, so it's not a game that I could play while being distracted. Like I really have to focus on it because it's it's all dialogue. You're just talking like most of the time. Like it's like 90% dialogue. So you would come in and like I'd be playing it and I'd have to stop because I couldn't like hold a conversation and play it at the same time. Yeah, it's all... Because it's like I I miss so much. Um, Mm -hmm. So I definitely, I do want to go back through it because it has like kind of three different endings. But yeah, I would still recommend it. The art style is fucking gorgeous. It is such a glow up from Oxenfree actually. Like I think where Oxenfree is more stylish in a different way, kind of creepy. After Party is like, well, our mo- our character models look awesome. Our background work is awesome. Everything else is dope. And I'm like, okay, cool. You definitely stepped up like your animation game for sure. But they're also two different types of game. And shout out to Alana Pierce. I didn't know she was in it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she plays a devil DJ at a dance club that you end up doing a dance for. Oh, yeah, you have to do a dance off with uh, one of the demons, and she's the DJ there. Yes, yeah, so. of course he fucking. Yeah. Do. So anyway, to answer your question, uh, the devil is played by Dave Finoy. I don't know who that is. He plays um oh what's his name from The Walking Dead, uh main character in the games. Yeah, The Walking Telltale's The Walking Dead. Lee Everett. Yes, that's Dave Finoy. Is it really? Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, Dave Finoy. Oh, that's oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Oh, gamers, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. He's actually pretty dope. Yep. See? His performance is fucking... Lee Everett. Is, is rad. <laughs> and he was Lucius Fox in Batman, the Telltale series, too. Oh, okay. That's I need to finish that. Good. It's really good, actually. Yeah. The first Batman season is really good. It made me interested in part two. I got three episodes into it, because it was free one month on PlayStation Plus. That's right. And I was like, okay, I'll check this out, because I, I like Telltale and I love Batman, so and it was it was good it was definitely throwing a lot of like simultaneous like rogue stories at you all at once but i like the build-up of uh joker basically yeah that was kind of neat i like how it was like kind of a a year one version yeah like comic where it was like let's let's, kind of gotham in ways yeah kind of rebootish as well like that new 52 style of just Mm. going like well here's the same characters recontextualized like uh penguin was like just like a normal he's a normal asshole (laughs) selena kyle was in it she was kind of like herself yeah but it was cool to interplay with her because you would actually do like missions with her and shit yeah, yeah yeah telltale's batman season one is really good high really recommendation there. really fucking good okay um so what i'm also playing? playing river city girls nice. which i had been eyeing for like a really really long time you love beat-em-ups i love beat-em-ups i don't know if it was our conversation about scott pilgrim last week yeah. or just hoping that dodoma finally releases uh, streets of rage 4 i don't know when they're gonna do it never i'm looking forward to that game so much the thing is, like, when I was playing After Party, right, like, I remember last week, I was like, oh, it's a, it's not gameplay intensive. It's kind of, like, just chill. I think I wanted something, like, that I could get my hands on and, like, oh. really just get in there with my thumbs. So it was 30 bucks. I got 8 bucks off of it because I had a remainder of a gift card that uh, good friend Dave sent me. I bought a bunch of games with it. I actually did buy After Party and Mas- uh, The Messenger as well. With that Dave gift card. supports both of us monetarily. Yeah. He subs to me on my Twitch channel. He supports our content. And he's just a good guy. He's a great guy. We can't wait to see him next week. 
We're gonna see him next week. Yeah. We're doing an episode, and we're gonna talk about Stadia. Who? Oh, yeah, because yeah. he's our our Stadia. Stadia correspondent. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but River City Girls is so good. It's just what I've been needing right now. Like, I really needed to beat him up. Now, you made an interesting comment to me. Did I? You said that it's, it might even be a little more in-depth than what Scott Pilgrim did. I think it has a lot more systems than Scott Pilgrim does. Scott Pilgrim was the first one for me that kind of did that sort of stuff, because I didn't play River City Ransom and River City Ransom 2, which yeah. definitely had some of those kind of like open-worldy, levely mechanics for a beat-em-up to where you can like level your character and get combos. I grew up on Streets of Rage, and that's kind of like you pick one of three or four characters based off the game, and you just beat them up your way across the levels. Super arcadey. Super, yeah, it's more of an arcadey beat em up, but this one is more like systems driven. I like what Scott Pilgrim did. Uh, I think the cast of characters is far more diverse because in River City Girls you play as the the two girls. Uh, what are their names? Girl and girl two. Kyoko and Masako. Uh, these girls that are trying to find their boyfriends. Close. Uh, you weren't close at all. <laughs> Where Scott Pilgrim lets you play as like Scott, his bandmates, Knives Chow, Ramona. So there's like a lot more depth to the characters, but they make concessions with it. It's where, where it's like you're leveling and you're getting stronger, but you're not like learning new move sets you know like you learn a few things but it's not nearly as like detailed hmm. so i feel like every time i level i'm getting getting a new combo or something that i could fucking use to like just decimate people at level i think 10 or 11 i got a power dab so oh, i shit. fucking i hit triangle and i do a dab into people and they fucking go flying back oh that's such a powerful mood it's dude. actually like i <laughs> it's the most powerful dab i've ever <laughs> fucking seen no but it's it's actually just really cool it's um who is it sorry it is uh way forward and arc systems i don't think i've really way forward made this game and arc systems they made it like together way forward made this yeah yeah, yeah. so these <laughs> guys these these japanese guys who like beat them up they're like let's just make this game and well that's arc systems way forward has made some great fucking games dude they made oh i can't remember the name of it but people have been talking about it uh pretty recently well yes. I, I just remember they made aliens infestation for the nintendo ds that one and that game had permadeath Oh. Yeah, so you, you, you play as a different like set of colonial marines, and the moment that a xenomorph gets you, that character is dead for the rest of the game. Oh, but, that's really neat, but, actually. But the whole game is like a Metroidvania side-scroller. Oh. Really su- super huh. interesting game. I mean, they've made some interesting titles. They've also done like a lot of weird license stuff. God, what a good, what a good fucking gameography, too. They, they have a very, very impressive career. They did a, a Godzilla game at some point. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. They've done a lot of handheld stuff. Okay. Yeah, here we go. They did uh, Blood Rain Betrayal, which was actually better than most Blood Rain games. That's what I've heard. They did Double Dragon Neon, which was just kind of okay. So this is kind of like a spiritual successor to that in ways. Which one? To um, Double Dragon Neon. Okay. Oh, and they helped Artplay make Bloodstained. Gotcha. Ritual of the Night. You played that. Yeah, I didn't like it that much. So hit and miss. Wait for it. Legendary. Yeah, but th- this marriage of these two studios is actually like really interesting because like they made a very traditional and kind of stylish and, and new beat 'em up. I don't know. I don't know how I like to say it more plainly than that. Um, like I said, you play as these two girls. You're trying to find your boyfriends. You're fighting your way through high schools and malls and like just various like suburban settings. And the things that you're doing within it just kind of feel like really fun and neat. Like I don't know. It's the most polished beat 'em up I've probably played in a really long time. Um, and I'm having a blast with it. Let's I, go up. It is co-op. Yeah, play. we gotta play together. We gotta play. Um, the music's phenomenal. Fucking Megan McDuffie, killing it. 
Kelly was singing with the vocals. Yeah, the vocal, the Hunt yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit! Or even the theme song is is pretty good. You've um, stolen my boyfriend. <laughs> so, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's it's like we got the whole game's anime as fuck. It's super anime as fuck, and sometimes that kind of gets in the way of it, where it's like mm. it does the um, Maso thing, where you're watching a character just talk for a while. <laughs> in between like they're just expositing for the fuck of it's it dialogue bubbles in the screen yeah but basically. the way they do it is cool because it's like it's different animation styles and then they do cutscenes. um mm-hmm. and then they also do this whenever they're referencing like the old days they do like old comic paneling so it plays out like a comic um oh, it's visually really fucking cool and I'm, I'm impressed with like a lot of the art direction and stuff that they pulled off with it huh. yeah i was surprised like genuinely taken back by it and i, I can't recommend it enough if like you even like beat em ups at all? Like, if you have like the slightest love for beat em ups, play River City Girls. Yeah, like, I do love beat em ups. I'm beating up dudes with yo yos. I'm beating up dudes with other dudes. Oh, and you're converting dudes to your team. F- yeah, there's a recruitment thing. Yeah, uh, not not and like then... the thing for Metal Gear. Granted, uh, what the Falcon? Oh, are you folding them up yeah, into the into the sky? It's not quite like that, but you basically like you can beat the final enemy in an area to submission, and you usually have the option to kill them, but they'll get on their knees and like there will be a marker over their head, and you can. Find and like just grab them like you would to throw them and then hit l1 and they're your recruit so whenever you need them in battle call them come out kick ass so it's it's actually like a nice little like battle boost yeah man holy shit on the on the front of rpg elements like you have things that you can equip too and like scott pilgrim you can go to restaurants and get like fucking like you know food items and stuff so if you're low in battle you can just fucking go menu diving boost your stamina, boost your health, boost your stats. And like in the moment, like you, if you're fucking down on your health or whatever, you can change the tide of the battle. And that's not something you can really do in like streets of rage. Really? Like you, you can do anything in streets of rage. You might be lucky if you found an apple under a fucking mailbox oh, yeah, <laughs> you or know? a full turkey. Or full tur- I was always the turkeys, man, or a salt and pepper or whatever. But yeah, no, super, super, super good. Fuck. I want to play it right now. I, yeah, yeah. You made me want to fucking get it. I was just like, ah, I, cause I slept in that game. Cause I'm like, eh, 30 bucks. Uh, maybe not. Cause I, I, I was just thinking that it wasn't as comprehensive of a beat em up as it was, but it seems like it's worth it for the it's price. So, for it sure. has side quests. Like it has deep, like yeah, RPG that, that's system. That's the shit I'm looking like, for. Like I'm literally going like, that's a modern beat em up right yeah, there. Yeah. There's collectibles, which I think leads to like a hidden boss. So like it yeah. has my attention cause there's so much replay value for it. Like Scott Pilgrim was like, I love Scott Pilgrim. Sure. I want to beat this game. And my driving force every time I sat down with it was like, what new character can I unlock? Or can I finally be- beat Gideon Graves? There was no like back exploring. It was always oh, ask ourselves that question. This is like, I'm leveling my character. I have a level 13 fucking Kyoko and she's kicking ass. Um, <laughs> and fucking it's, I don't know. It feels super rewarding to sit down with it every time. Cause I feel like I'm actually making like substantial progress. So, all right. You're dabbing left and right. You're kicking ass. I love it. Fuck, that dude. looks fun. Actually, I really want a physical copy of it too. Is it like a limited run one or? I think so. Uh, what is that? Limited run games? Yeah, yeah. They they put that out. They put it out. Okay, yeah. cool. Limited so. run does some good shit. They do some really good shit. We saw them at a uh, Pax West, and I was super impressed with their um their setup. Yeah, they're always at the Paxes, the Pax, Pax, Pax. Yeah, so that that's all I'm playing. Um, I'm probably gonna play the shit out of that until I beat it. I really want to platinum it, so we'll see how that goes. Ooh, yeah, that's ambitious. It'll, maybe my first platinum of 2020 shit Who son Who did you did you see the playstation stats that came out where like they're like end of year for 2019 oh yeah i posted mine did you post yours yeah, yeah. what cool. are yours hold on let's actually do this real quick okay hang on so, i have it on here i actually find this i find looking back on my gaming habits very very interesting okay i got them i got them pulled up yeah so my top games 
uh, for the year was these surprised me. Okay. Number one, Overwatch doesn't surprise me. At 133 hours, I don't remember playing that much Overwatch. We played year. a shit ton over the summer. Okay, that makes we played sense. Played a lot. Number two, I can say I played a lot of this game, Borderlands 3, at 109 hours. Okay. And then number three was Death Stranding. That makes sense. At 99 hours. You have to play at least 100 of that hour, 100 hours of that game to make a dent in it. it apparently not all of my time in Death Stranding is getting logged because I, you didn't, played way more. I didn't get that platinum until 135 hours. Interesting. So these metrics might be like a little off. They're a little skewed, kids. So look out. Look out. So I played 33 different games in 2019. My top three games were Sekiro at number one, 157 hours. Makes sense. Yeah. I played a shit ton of that game. I beat it six times. I platinumed it. Yep. That all I had to put sense. some muscle into that. Number two, Overwatch, an hour less at 156 hours. Oh. Which I'm just like, God damn. Had I played Overwatch for maybe one more day, it would have edged up I'm Sekiro. actually, it is shocking that yeah. there is a year in our, of our Lord mm. where we both played almost the same amount of Overwatch. Because remember, there was one year where you put yeah. in like probably like a thousand hours in that game. Yeah, there's usually like a disparity for sure. And then Borderlands Three is my number three at 107 hours. I played okay. a lot of that. My top genre was action adventure, and I clocked in 2,233 hours of gameplay, which equates to seven. Sorry, 279 days of the year. Of <laughs> of like oh I played gosh. a lot of games in 2019. 279 days of the year, dude. That's how many that I days that I played throughout the year. So not consecutively. Oh, okay. yeah. So like that, there might have been like another no, that makes sense. 70 or 80 something days there's, that I didn't play. There's a lot of days in the year yeah. that you played video games. That's true. Most That's true. of those days of the year, probably me too. I wasn't. I just had a picture of mine. I didn't yeah. look at the actual app. Yeah. I don't feel like it. I ended up pulling a bunch of my my stats because I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I got they, seven new platinum. I like in seeing that shit. I do. It's super interesting. Yeah. Well, so how do you want to wrap this episode up, my dude? We don't really have a topic. No, we don't need a topic. No, just we, two guys talking about games. Just two boys in video games. Yeah, that should be our new theme song. Oh, that was good. Yeah. So I think we should outro. It's it's not a topic per se, but it's a very quick, very mm. quick thing. We have some bets going on. Sure. Now, these delayed games have kind of fucked with my bets, basically. Yeah, so the first uh, signal flare for it was when Final Fantasy got delayed from, what, March 3rd? To, to April 10th. To April 10th. And you're like, wow, that's right on top of Cyberpunk. And uh-huh. it's like you, you had all these thoughts and theories about it. And you're like, why would they want to try and eat Cyberpunk's lunch? You know? Well, it was going to be the other way around, right? Yeah. I think Cyberpunk was going to sure. whip it. That's what you say. It's going to fucking whip it, dude. <laughs> you know, it's going to, I think it was going to outsell it. So it got us talking one night where we were just like placing bets left and right on like sure what we thought was going to sell over the other, like by the end of the year or like other games. And we, it got us talking about like, you know, what, what do we think is going to take the crown this year? Now, remember, we're in January. Yeah. Still so, early. So we haven't gotten to the middle of the year when they announce what's going on with the fall. Yeah. We actually don't know what's going on with Nintendo this year. Which is kind of interesting. I know they probably have a direct in the pipeline. Because, like, it always happens. Like, they have a, a Smash direct. Yeah. And then there's usually, like, a, a standard Nintendo it's, direct. It's always spaced out, though. But I yeah. wouldn't, t- like, I would put money on there being, like, a March direct essentially yeah i would be okay with that put it in march and talk about like hey here's what's going on throughout the rest of the year summer and start of fall basically Mm -hmm. and you know the rumor was that like you know if they release a switch pro this year it would come with breath of the wild 2 god that'd be so cool which would be like whoa 
cute. Especially if they did a special edition. I'll be one of those suckers that gets another fucking Switch. I'll be the uh, person you hate. Uh, Look at me. No, because I would do it too if like there were like... If there was a special edition Breath of the Wild 2 Switch, yeah. like... I would get that, even though, like, I, I say it time and time again, I don't play my Switch nearly enough to justify buying a second one. I want spooky Breath of the Wild. I do, too. Like, there, I, I think want. there's an aesthetic to that that really will pull think, me in. I think I'm ready for it. Yeah. You, you know what I thought after I beat Death Stranding? Huh. I was like, this game taught me patience in a video game again. So do you think that disciplined you enough to want to go back to Breath of the Wild? I think so. Okay, interesting. I legit think so, because now I'm fine with, like, dealing with survival aspects. It's where different. When it came out in 2017, so I here we had an orange and an apple, and the orange was Breath of the Wild. Huh. But the apple, the classic red apple... So good. Or it could be green if you wanted. ...was Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. Yeah. And I had more fun with the systems in Horizon Zero it's Dawn, true. even though they weren't as freeform as Breath of the Wild. But I wasn't... I didn't have the discipline. It fucks me up, because I see these gamers from all over the world mostly like japanese like content creators where they're like look at this crazy fucking thing i did in breath of the wild and they like take down an enemy and like a hundred moves like they're fucking flipping between their weapons <coughs> they're doing all this wild like magic and just to fucking like launch an enemy out of an arena or do a thing and i'm like i don't know how to do that how did you learn that? i don't know how to have fun like they have fun that's the thing i i don't think i ever got to the point where i was truly having fun in breath of the wild right. I think I was enamored by it, but I think a lot of the gameplay aspects, like, really didn't speak to me. Like, I the survival stuff. The I weapon have... degradation, like, still time and time again. Okay, I, I never like weapon degradation. Which is a shame, because I know there's a great game there. Like, that that is probably one of the best Zelda games on paper. I think some of its executions just didn't work for me. We just gotta reframe ourselves, yeah. man. We gotta reframe our brains. But, sure. s- but make it spooky. Make it spooky. But, Maybe play a Zelda. But my bet, if they if it comes out this year, okay. and I think that will be your killer app to fight whatever launch lineup is happening for PlayStation and Xbox Series X, right? I think Breath of the Wild is going to be the top-selling Nintendo game of the year, the entire year. Breath of the Wild 2, I mean to say. And it's probably going to outsell any Assassin's Creed that comes out multi-plat, which the rumor is Ragnarok is going to sell okay overtake that that that's an interesting thought i think it is going to be one of the highest uh selling nintendo games for sure so it, i have two bets it'll the reveal un- breath of the wild 2 is coming out this year yeah and it outsells assassin's creed a very specific thing but it's like well, oh, that's, I, I that's, that's the other open world game that's coming out in that frame. yeah i think assassin's creed fans are diehard i think people will buy it every time an entry comes out i know a lot of people who are fucking super about it it being multiplied across like four different consoles and maybe even google stadia like it gives it a lot of leverage but yeah you're right i think breath of the wild will undoubtedly outsell it no no questions asked but i don't think breath of the wild is going to outsell tom nook and isabel from animal crossing i think that's going to be the top selling really? i legit think that is going to be the top selling nintendo game of the year and i think that's probably going to be in the top 10 highest selling games of the year I mean, I agree, top 10. Yeah. I agree with you. I yeah. think that's going to be a juggernaut. I, here's my bet on this, and I think you already agree, so it's not a fun bet. Sure. It's going to outsell Doom Eternal. Yeah, that's that's an unfortunate thought. I don't think it's unfortunate. I think it's interesting. Well, I mean, you have the leverage I, to... I want, a... I want Doom Eternal. I do. I love it. I'm just saying it's going to outsell. That's well, all. I mean, that's the thing when you have like a an E-rated game. It oh. typically sells more just because it can sell more. It can sell to a wider demographic of people. Doom Eternal is like M-rated. But it's only locked on one system. Eh, it doesn't matter. Doom Eternal is on your Stadia. 
It's on my Stadia. It's I can play it on, on my phone. You could stream it. Stadia. Stream it on the toilet. <laughs> Wait, isn't it coming out for Switch? Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. So it's so coming it's out on a lot of different it's everywhere. Console, uh, consoles, but I just think Animal Crossing is a system seller. System seller for one. Doom isn't selling systems. Animal Crossing has sold GameCubes and Wii U's and 3DS's and it will sell Nintendo Switch Pros. No, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's going to it's gonna outdo Doom, but... yeah. I also think it's going to outdo Breath it's of the Wild 2. It's not going and to outdo Breath, Breath of the Wild 2. I also don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to come out this year. Oh. I think it'll come out in 2021. Maybe. January to March of 2021. All right. Here's another thing. And yeah. even though the release dates has changed. Sure. The release dates have changed, my friend. So Cyberpunk was in April. Uh-huh. <clears throat> moved on to September 17th. Even still, here's my bet. This is the crazy bet that we had an argument over. <laughs> even still, even even though it's cleared out of its proximity, I think Cyberpunk 2077 is going to outsell Final Fantasy VII Remake. We had an interesting conversation about this because it, it brings into the conversation The Witcher and how much The Witcher has sold as a, as a franchise, right? 40 million units 40 altogether. million across Witcher 1, 2, and Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which is, that's oh. that's crazy. I think Witcher 3 is probably half of those sales. Yeah, are 20 million, actually. So you we know that it ships. We know that it ships in America yeah. and Europe, maybe not so much in Japan. You're right to say that people might be riding the high of the witcher show on netflix generating interest for cd project Red yes and as their a next whole. project yeah. and actually even without the witcher dude people have been excited for this project for oh, years undoubtedly. it's been in gestation for like eight years mm-hmm. so yeah people are excited for it they've been waiting for it for a long time yeah. highly anticipated highly anticipated undoubtedly more anticipated than final fantasy now, 7 hear me out right i made this argument before uh. i just don't think that people are that interested in the idea of quote the genre of cyberpunk oh wow i think that might turn people off at a glance at a glance for some people for maybe the casual people right fantasy is somehow more accessible and i think like okay like if they were to release like witcher 4 obviously it would probably outsell like cyberpunk because people are like still probably riding that high and like oh we know fantasy we know that and i like i said cyberpunk isn't necessarily for like everybody so you don't think everyone's gonna onboard off of uh not in the witcher same way. 3 into the cyberpunk not in the same way no i think it's a completely different game too. i can agree with that concept yeah i still think it's generating a lot of interest it, it has a lot of a lot of buzz you thought Super it was buzz. gonna sell like 20 million by the end of the year yes and i'm like that's insane i don't think in any didn't world... i say 15 after that because i was like yeah you're right 20 million i don't think <laughs> in any world that cyberpunk would have sold 15 million in a year maybe across like two years maybe, maybe three if they had a Netflix show, if they, they, okay, if there was a Netflix show, they ne- I think would Netflix and like weird adaptations and all is the cyberpunk. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, because you, you made the argument that like okay, cyberpunk has Keanu Reeves, and that's enough. That's to sell. true. It, it's enough to generate buzz and interest for sure. But like, I don't know. I don't know that everybody was following it like that in the first place. They might have been. Yeah, and if they weren't, Keanu Reeves made sure. them do so. He's in. He's in. Now, Final Fantasy VII. Is so highly regarded yes, and coveted and desired. Like I said, this is a game that desired. they hadn't announced a remake for until like mid 2010s, and people have been talking about it since probably like 2001. Oh, they're gonna remake Final Fantasy VII. Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, we can't wait. It's like nobody said anything about that. Nobody said a fucking word about Final Fantasy VII being remade. So like, there was always this like hypothetical want for it. And now that it's coming, I think like the people who were initially onboarded for Final Fantasy VII 
are there. And I think it's generating new interest because there might have been people who were just like, well, Final Fantasy VII's on the PS1. It's kind of blocky, kind of weird. It's old. It's an old game. And that might not be appealing to everybody. But a new action RPG type Final Fantasy that isn't strictly turn-based, that looks gorgeous, that has people's attention, man. That it has, does. Has I agree. Attention. I I think it's going to do gangbusters. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I was surprised to see the overall life cycle sales for Final Fantasy VII. What, what was it like? It was about eleven million units. The shockingly low. It's been out since nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. So that's why I was like, hmm, we'll see what this yeah. does. Here's another. May I submit a piece of evidence to you, sir? Final Fantasy VII is also, for at least a year, huh. going to be exclusive to the PS4. Okay. So, Cyberpunk, multi-plat versus a non-multi-plat. The numbers. (laughs) The numbers, Mason. They're what? Close to 100 million PlayStation 4 units. Yes. In the wild. Yes. I think there is enough generated hype for Final Fantasy VII here. I think a lot of people are interested in it. It's going to sell gangbusters out east in Japan. You think if you're a gamer, you're going to get Final Fantasy VII? I, I think in this day and age, yeah. Like, I think it's one of those games that, like, you might not have been interested in a Final Fantasy VII game, but you know this one's the shit because your best friend talked about it for years. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much fucking buzz about this as a legacy title. Um, and like I said, it's everything I've seen from it looks dope. What have I seen from Cyberpunk? Uh, what have I seen from Cyberpunk? You saw bathtub titties. I saw bathtub titties, and I saw transphobia. Like, you know, well, yeah, there was that. You know, yeah, but that's, like, that's true. Then Keanu. Don't get me wrong. Cyberpunk looks fucking gorgeous. I'm sure it's going to perform well and play immaculately. Sure. I'm sure each quest is going to be as brilliant as the last. I'm sure it's going to be a very well thought out world. But I just think Final Fantasy VII is going to outsell it in its first year. Okay. Yeah. Unless people turn on the game when they figure out that it's not the full remake uh it's yeah, just part maybe, one maybe they turn out they go sour they go real sour daniel we'll see we'll see yeah. what the gamers do we'll see uh, unfortunately we have to wait until the end of the year to figure out yeah so these bets log them now who wins what yeah the date is january 18th there so we, we go have, we have all right we yeah. have a whole another 12 months to figure this one out ecd 1231 yeah. maybe we can like have a running bet system going we'll, we'll see what's going on we go we'll see which which we have to wait until at least september but still yeah we'll figure it out i don't want to believe it i want to think that final fantasy games sell better than they actually do but then looking at the uh, numbers it's just like they don't sell nearly as well as like western games do yeah and yeah cd project red is an anomaly like being from poland and and having this fucking because like i don't know i name name a european studio like i can't name too many uh, and i can't name too many games that have like uh water sauce games sure sounds legit so like not a lot of games wait gorilla games okay okay girl get it yeah now what do i win you win some chinese food after this episode oh shit i'm not buying it for you but you you can have it oh yeah but i just think there are less like european studios than there are like you know north american i don't know europe is really big it's pretty big do you want to we'll fact check that on the next we'll fact episode check that on the next episode <laughs> so yeah we'll, we'll see how that one goes another weird one that i've got this is a bet that i, I think is gonna break I, the bank it it bothers me to even say it because I, I want this game to do gangbusters what's up the last of us 2 last of us part 2 comes out in may it's like the end of may end of may doom eternal comes out in when march march 20th I think Doom Eternal is going to outsell nope. The Last of Us Part Two. Nope. I think that is actually going to happen. No, definitely not. Yeah. Like I'm going to look up fucking unit sales for fucking <laughs> Last of Us right now. Yeah. Last of Us. Now, you have The Last of Us sales. one across two different consoles, two different SKUs. It's not on sale. Sales. 
by April 2018, the game sold 17 million copies. Okay. Across both uh, That's a lot. PS3 and PS4. That's a lot. It's a lot of fucking copies. That game's been out since 2013, right? That is correct. Now, Doom, 2016 Doom was a fucking smash hit. People love that. A lot of people are super stoked for this one. It's cross-plat, uh, cross, cross so a lot of people are going to get to play it. It is a driving title for Stadia, like I said. It's going to be on Switch, Xbox One, PS4. I don't know, man. I think it's going to fucking sell, like, hot. Like, hot? Yeah. I think somebody... Hot as hell? I will make a deal with the devil to say that this game will Dave Fenoy? Yeah, Dave Fenoy. I'm in there with Dave Fenoy. I'll be like, hey, man, I don't care whose palms I have to, to rub, who what deed I have to do for a monarch. Make Doom Eternal outsell The Last of Us. Can I ask you a question real huh? quick? Why would anybody be like, rub my palms? <laughs> rub my palms to grant your wishes. <laughs> what? Hey, what? Demons have weird wants. I, I guess Yeah, so. they're in a hand play. Suck my tail. <laughs> <laughs> what? Excuse me? Suck the hook on my tail. Yes. You really mean. get it down there. <laughs> now, I love Naughty Dog, right? I love... We all love I Naughty I love Neil, Neil the Beard Druckmann. I love, I love Uncharted, The Last love. of Us. I just think the Uncharted series has been, I think, more successful than The Last of Us because I think it's a more accessible game. Not everybody likes the sort of survival horror game that The Last of Us was, right? We all love survival horror and they sell super well, Daniel. I love to think that. And the Capcom Capcom That's why we likes st- to think that. But what do you traditionally say, right? Horror has not traditionally sold nearly as well as it other. It doesn't. It doesn't. So, and that's kind of the sad thing about it. So. Mm-hmm. I agree. I yeah. agree. And yeah, Last of Us is horror and it yeah. is a tougher, a tougher game. Yeah, I looked up Uncharted too. Um, well, all of Uncharted, yeah. forty-one million copies worldwide. Yeah. God damn, that's, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. That's across like what? So PS3, PS3, PS4, PS4, and PS Vita. In the Vite, yeah, Golden Compass, the Vite Fleet. I didn't I, play that one. I haven't either. Here, it's pretty good though. Why is it on the remastered collection? Give us more, more, more. We're fat little piggies. We want, we want more, 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 more games. We're stuck on the game. We're t- Give us more, more old games. Sell us old game again. <laughs> we want it again. <laughs> what else? What else could we say? Any other bets? Any other things you got in your, your, your brain space? Yeah, I got an easy one. What's up? PlayStation 5 is going to outsell the Xbox Series X by the end of the year. Undoubtedly. Boom. That's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no venom towards Xbox. No, not at all. I, I think all. it's still its name, its brand is still fucking strong. Yeah. Um, unless they really shit the bed on the reveal for it, I I can't imagine that the console won't do well. So mm. that's my bet. Okay. How many units you ask? A billion by the end of the year. A I million mean, we won't billion. know from Xboxes and because Phil Spencer never releases the numbers, but you know he actively kills people yeah. when, they, when they try to report out numbers. They go. It's, it's a game for him at this point. He's like, oh, Phil, these this is just taxes. We have to file taxes, and he just like snaps their neck. So like they kind of see him much like they would in a super hot. Like anytime somebody moves to get away from Phil, he just gets on them <laughs> faster and faster, <laughs> throwing ashtrays until he's in their face, killing them. <laughs> oh, it's hard over. Um, there. I have another bet. I think. Uh, Yep. Um, I think the Marvel Avenger game is going to get delayed one more time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a delightful bet. I think um, it'll get delayed at least once more. Not by months, but maybe by like one full month. One full month? Yeah. Wow. I think it'll come out in October. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that bet. Yeah. I'll take that bet. You owe me a copy of Marvel's Avengers if it if it doesn't miss its release date. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You could also buy me a copy of Final Fantasy VII because it's right near my birthday. I want the one with the cloud. I could. Cloud statue. You'll already have it, though. What do you mean? You'll already have it. 
Oh, before you ever even get... Yeah. yeah. Oh, if it comes out April... Is after. <laughs> he knows me so well that he knows that I refuse to wait four days for a brand new video game. Yeah, like, if it's on the market you and you got the, that game smell, you're like, I smell it in the water. I gotta play this <laughs> fucking game. It's like blood to you. You're like a fucking game shark. <laughs> game shark is a good pun. <laughs> that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. It just happened on the spot. <laughs> oh, that's a good way to shut this down, I think. That's yeah. great. Yeah, I think we'll have more bets as the, the episodes go on, but... Those are some fun ones. Placing bets, dude. Yeah. Why and not? Apparently, I got a copy of Marvel's Avengers out of it. Anyway, <laughs> says you. Fuck you. I did say yeah. it. Podcast law is binding, Daniel. <laughs> you do not defy podcast there's law. There's no law greater than podcast law. None. Not in thy land. <laughs> thy thy audio audio laws are binding, sir. No gods, no kings, only podcasts. Only me undies. <laughs> well, podcast law dictates that we have to shut this one down. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining us on the second episode of Save Room Plays. See ya. See ya. Church. <laughs> Church. Um, and as always, give us a shout out on Twitter at Save Room Show. Get in our menchies. <laughs> Church. What is that? You know, it's like, I don't know, it's like, bye. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't like that one. No, I think give Red me a better one. It. Oh, um. Give me something insightful. Don't fall for the streaming future. They just want to copy your consciousness. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's that's pretty cyberpunk right there. Good night. <laughs>